0: Are you ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll
1: show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm Sandy Connery, and this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. <laughs> Hi everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of the Soulful MBA podcast. Today's episode is called Zeitgeist. So I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. And we're really excited to talk about this theme of Zeitgeist. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with this German saying, it essentially translates to the spirit of the times or the spirit of the age. And we don't really have an equivalent for it in English, but it's one of my very favorite words and concepts. And I think that online teaching and online learning fall into this concept of zeitgeist. And here's why. So when we were going through our startup accelerator, one of the reasons I think why we were accepted into the accelerator was because our leaders felt that in this day and age, in this new economy, everyone is both a teacher and a student at all times throughout their lives. And I really believe that. And I think that a lot of investors believe that and a lot of people in the public believe that we have this beautiful gift and opportunity of living through this transition from sort of traditional education and traditional barriers to learning to this new reality where because of Google and because of technology and the internet and the widespread availability of smartphones, every single person on the planet within the next few years is going to have access to, to basically an entire library or encyclopedia at any given time, right? And it's the most powerful library or encyclopedia that anyone has ever known that humans have ever had. And because of that, the way our economy works has shifted and what's valued in our society has shifted. And we really are talking about it today in this podcast from a business perspective because it's fundamentally changing the way that business works. So regardless of whether or not you're a yoga teacher or a wellness entrepreneur or a software company or a teacher, a traditional sort of elementary school teacher or a college or a nonprofit or a business, online education is available to you as a tool and a resource that you should be using both with, within your business and to reach outside of it. And so we want to sort of tease that out a little bit and, and convince you, I think for those of you, many of you don't need convincing, but we're going to do our best to sort of show you all of the reasons why you should think seriously about teaching online or bringing what you do online.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really amazing time to be an entrepreneur and there's no better way to show your expertise and set yourself up as a thought leader than to, to create a course and to start teaching online. So we have five different points that we're going to discuss about this current zeitgeist. I just want to see how many times I can say that amazing word throughout the podcast. (laughs) And the first one is that simply right now, and you alluded to it already, is that online businesses are just booming. Online courses, online teaching, it's just this huge trend. Somebody is teaching in every single niche around the world. It's really, really amazing and exciting to see.
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And just even from my own limited experience, that all of the work that I've done pretty much in my adult life is now on the internet. And so if you think about it, I worked in politics. And now there's this huge movement towards government 2.0 and taking government services and putting them online and making sort of public education much more of an online and available resource. And then you think about Obviously, I was teaching at a university, for those of you who don't know. And now many of the courses that I took when I was in school, in law school and graduate school and undergraduate school, are now available for free to the world through online courses and open courses. And, and that's incredible and amazing and worth hundreds of thousands of dollars only a decade ago. And now it's free for just about anyone at their you know whim. And I've helped nonprofits take what they do and take sort of the teaching around things like the Clean Water Act and put that online and make it available to people and activists all over the world. But like you think about and obviously now in business and in this wellness industry where we work, Sandy, that's what we do every single day and often night (laughs) and weekend Mm -hmm. is that we help every, you know, sort of everyone we've come across in this industry take what they do and put it online. It's just sort of the future but we're living into it. And I think that part of the reason why zeitgeist is such a powerful concept is because it's the transition. like It's, it's the movement. It, it's, a, it's, like a, it's a symbolic sort of active process. So you're not before or after, you're during. And when you're during is the, really the most powerful time to take action. So we don't want to wait. We don't want any of you to wait until this is sort of an old hat concept where it's been around and it's a generation old like now is the time for you to have massive impact because you're an early adopter and you're part of the trend as it's unfolding. So you have the ability to influence the way that that trend unfolds in your industry. And you also have the benefit as a business of being early to market. So we wanna sort of like really (laughs) show you why that's
0: so important for yourself and for your business. And there's also a trust by the consumer. Like I remember even just, Oh, was three, four years ago, Jenny, and and uh, you talked me into, you may not know this, but you talked me into signing up for Marie Forleo's B-School. And I would not have done that because that was like, it's scary to me to buy some online education. Like, I don't know, is she going to rip me off or what's it going to be like? It was just really <laughs> suspicious. I mean, it sounds so ridiculous to say now, but, um, and now uh, you see all ages purchasing online Courses. My son at age 12 is doing online coding courses. And, you know, it's like it's just, it's quickly becoming the norm. So it it is really, really exciting. The second point that we wanted to talk about was that there is a potential to earn some significant money for you, the teacher. And I think this sometimes is just simply a side hustle for many, but it also can turn into a full time job. And so we wanted to mention that, that, that is you know, obviously a really great benefit to, to taking whatever your expertise is and putting it into some content online for your students to consume.
1: Yeah, it is super lucrative. So OK, let's just put let, let's just put this in context. Right. So, Sandy, you had a brick and mortar and you had to have what half uh, a million dollars of inventory, inventory. that you had to mm-hmm. buy with mm-hmm. a bank loan up in front. order to set up shop. Yeah. Like that is what the old paradigm is. And a lot of people are still participating in that. But I think we're seeing increasingly a move away from that sort of risk and overhead and into these very lucrative online opportunities. So I was just looking I, maybe it was yesterday. Yeah, it was only yesterday. Like I saw this new baker had opened up sort of in our town, or at least new to me. I saw in the, the little co-op market where I shopped that there was new bread. And I was like, wow. So like things <laughs> like bread where I live are kind of hard to come by, gluten-free bread in particular, and just sort of good, good food. And I realized that this baker had come up with this idea of a CSA concept basically for bread. And so that they had subscriptions so families could buy a subscription to get bread baked every week because that's the only way this works, right? Like, it's hard to make a living in a small town. And even still, I did the math based on what I paid retail for this bread. And I calculated how much, even if all these families around my community were paying full price retail price for this bread, how many loaves of bread would this family have to (laughs) bake every day? to make anywhere close to enough money to sustain themselves, right? And obviously they're, it's an experiment, it's beautiful, it's life, it's local, it's so many beautiful things are going on in this story. But it was just amazing to me to think about all of the hundreds and hundreds of loaves of bread that they would have to bake every single day to make just a fraction of what many of our clients can make, you know, do, can and do make on our platform by selling video-based memberships, for example. And I just think that is the shift, right? And, you know, there are people who have very successful bakeries and large bakeries and have huge commercial operations. And it's not to say this is about bakery or, you know, or not bakery. It's not bakery versus online class. But I can bet, because this bread was really good, I can bet that this baker could start an online course teaching this, like, really amazing sourdough bread baking process, right? And make... My guess is far more money Mm -hmm. by doing that or as a supplement, right? Double your income as you do with your bread CSA. And I I think that like people are catching on to this and we're starting to see a shift, but it's just like the old economy is so much harder than the new economy. And I think that's like what we want to say is it's not like get rich quick. It's not any guarantee, but compared to what existed even a decade ago, the opportunity is so much bigger and it's so much faster to reach profitability than it ever was before. And so if you don't participate in it, I just I wonder why. Like I wonder what is holding you back from trying because the overhead is so low and the opportunity is so big, regardless of whether or not you're, you know, you teach Ayurveda or you're a yoga teacher or you are a naturopath or anything a million other things a Pilates teacher like a baker or (laughs) you teach jewelry like the other thing is you said your your son Owen has signed up for coding classes well you know this because my daughter and I are always taking drawing classes and painting classes and kid weaving classes through our some of our favorite you know (laughs) we have sort of talked about these (laughs) art schools (laughs) online art craft they're not art they're crafts okay let's just be clear sandy does art and jenny does crafts and let's just like put it out there yet still like this is a big part of my family's life right like so this is the future regardless of what you do and what your profession is like there's space for you on the internet to build a business and compared to local stuff
0: it's incredibly lucrative that's all I needed to hear to, for, you know, after having the business that I had, understanding what the overhead is for uh, online business, like, why, why, why does anyone have a brick and mortar? I just, I can't understand it anymore, but. Or physical product. Yeah, or, or bread. Yeah. But you know what, in that example, Jenny, it would be so great if that was his passion and that's what gave him great meaning was to physically make the, bre- that was his craft, making the bread sure maybe we should talk to him if he could set up case a study <laughs> free could, case study but if project. his side hustle you know came in with some lucrative side money then that would allow him to do what he really loves to do which is you know hands Baked in the bread. dough bake bread yeah right
1: and i think it may be her let's just put yeah. it, i think it may be a mom and a little girl but well, i, I from be what be i could tell it's a be even beautiful better. story yeah yeah no I, it's a family with two little small children and i this is the fear that I think a lot of people in our industry have, Sandy. So I think you're touching upon this, which is that what I do is fundamentally physical and local and in-person. And that's, that's the same for being a baker, right? Or being, you know, just there are so many, being any kind of like health or medical professional, there are a lot of skills. Even like coaching and consulting, like obviously that's better in person, right? Like we don't we don't ever take away from the fact that that is a very sacred experience for people to have in person with one another. However, as we've talked about before, this is a tool that you can use to supplement beyond that. We never would encourage anyone who has a craft that involves in person or physical touch or work to to take that away because that's obviously your gift or your joy. However. Often that's not enough to to sort of provide for you financially. So what can you do to supplement, or what can you do to add on, or how can you take it bigger at scale and take it to the world? This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream Software Platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com.
0: Yeah, and that that leads into point number 3, which is when you build this kind of business, you do most of the work up front and then you reap the rewards later as time goes by. So, there's a lot of talk about passive income when you get into when you start looking into this concept of Building an online business or building a course online, and they often use the words "it's passive income." And I think we're here to tell you that it absolutely is not passive. I don't believe that there is any such thing. However, when you are working one-on-one or you are making fifty loaves of bread each day, you have to put in time each day and get paid for that work. Whereas building something online, like a course, allows you to do the work upfront and once, and maybe you you know kind of iterate over time but the bulk of the work is done at once, then it exists. It exists on the internet, exists on a shop page somewhere that someone at any point, 24 hours a day can go onto your site, wherever it may be hosted, and purchase it. And that can go on and on and on for months and, and, and years possibly. That's the beauty of it. So you do a lot of work up front, but then it's done, and it sits there, and it can sell over and over and over again. That's when you can see some passive revenue you can wake up to emails that say you got a sale you know which is like the best feeling in the world yeah i can't
1: imagine ever going back after having that be my existence for three years like that's to just like getting paid per hour or something or per client no no i mean i think that there's something really lovely about having a steady paycheck that i would (laughs) like to experience again in my life maybe but not it does it's maybe not worth the trade offs right so so when you have this passive income coming into your life it's amazing and unpredictable and so it's unpredictable in a good way and also in a bad way cuz you can't it's hard to plan right so the, there're trade offs obviously but i wanted to talk about this passive income concept just a little bit deeper and and give folks another way of thinking about it So I've heard multiple people talk about this as leveraged income versus passive income. And one of them is Mariah, our new friend. Yes, Mariah. So Mariah, cause from Femtrepreneur, talks quite a bit about leveraged income. And I've heard others talk about it as well. But it's just this idea that you are adding additional leverage to what you're doing. So although it's not in any way passive, you're still putting in time and effort and sort of channeling your genius into building something. It has leverage in the sense that you can put in a bunch of work up front and then see rewards for a long, long time thereafter with minimal upkeep. And so that's exactly what we're saying. So I think that a better and more helpful way to think about that concept is as leveraged income. So if you're going to build something, you want to be able to add as much leverage as you can because you get the most bang for your buck in terms of time and money and investment of yourself. So that's just something to keep in mind. When you're trading time for
0: dollars, you don't get that leverage. We should just retire the term passive income because it's so deceiving. It's so confusing. And we'll just adopt Mariah's phrase. I like that.
1: You know, the only thing I can think of that's really passive, I'm trying to think about it. I think some printables and ebooks are passive, right? Like that is pretty much the only thing. You still have to do the work. You still have to make them. Yeah. And like you ideally are marketing them. Like if you don't run into the internet jackpot where something you do goes viral, which by the way, almost never happens, mm-hmm. then you still have to put in the time to market it. Even if you created this mm-hmm. beautiful ebook and you're done, you still have to get it, the word out there, right? Build your email list, get people to review it on Amazon. It like never really ends. Um, so yeah, even that, I guess, is not really passive. So yeah, we should retire it. Yeah. It's sort of like a myth. Yeah. It's like the mirage in the <laughs> desert. It doesn't really exist. We all are sort of like crawling our way towards it in yeah. the sand on our knees and it doesn't really,
0: it's not really there. Yeah. It's really more like active upfront income, but I think leverage is much better than that. So let's go with that. It's a lot of
1: work to be honest, but it's, it's worth it, right? That's why we're talking about it.
0: Point number four, we are talking about flexibility. So all this New way of doing business and creative courses and this uh, leveraged uh, income all fits into the gig economy. And we had a whole episode on the gig economy a couple episodes ago. And what's so great about the gig economy is it gives you flexibility in your life. So you no longer have to show up for this course or this class or this session. You have flexibility because you can have some income coming in at different times of the day. And that is very, very attractive to most of us. And that is a big reason that people want to bring all of or a portion of their business online is because of the flexibility. And that means to stay home with kids or be home when they get from home from school or to travel or, you know, be off on holidays or, you know, there's a a thousand reasons. For me, you know, Jenny, I had to, you know, that I'm doing a week of um, summer camp, art summer camp at Alberta College Art and Design. And I have to go nine to four for five days straight. And I was so looking forward to it. And it feels like it's kind of restrictive. Like I want to be there and I'm fascinated, but isn't that (laughs) sad? That's like, I have to be somewhere at nine o'clock, five days in a row. What? Yeah, that's terrifying to me. I cannot relate. I honestly cannot relate. And And I feel so horrible saying that because I really, really wanted to take this summer camp And I'm so blessed to be able to do that and and have, you know, a family that I can allows me to do that in in a a business and a partner. like just like, go, go, go do it. But now I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get up for nine o'clock and be somewhere. And it's such a hard transition. So I really appreciate the flexibility that uh, non-summer camp days give me.
1: Yeah, Sandy. So I think that this is why we have so many moms or parents in our community online is because... Of the flexibility that happens. Absolutely. With taking their teaching online, they have now the ability to be home with their kids and have a flexible schedule. I know when I was building Namastream, the only way I could do it was because I had geographic flexibility to work with studio owners around the country. So I was on the East Coast when I was building Namastream to start. And so I primarily worked with West Coast yoga studios because of the time difference. I could work with them after I put my daughter to bed at night. She had an early bedtime and it was still afternoon on the West Coast. And quite a few of our teachers I know do that as well for live streaming. And so I think that flexibility, both both geographical for yourself, like you have the ability to travel and live wherever. But also you have the ability to work with clients anywhere so that you have the built in flexibility around your schedule to, you know, even if it's in another country. So some folks I know maybe if they're they have a sort of a rough schedule with their family or their day job, they can work even in Europe or if they're in Europe, they can work with people in Australia. And so you just get this amazing opportunity to completely build a business around your timeline and your needs. And then you can never go back. That's right. I don't think it's possible to go back. That is the bad part. But the good part is that what you had before is disappearing. So you're probably not going to be able to go back
0: anyway. Yeah, that's true. And then we talk about that in the the gig uh, episode. Okay, last point is uh, number five, and that is to be global. And- I think you kind of touched upon it in that last point, but that is exciting to have clients like we have clients in New Zealand and Norway and England and Switzerland and Austria and obviously Canada and U.S. And it's just I don't know, it's so cool. Having a global bunch of clients is really exciting for me, but it gives you it opens up your numbers immensely we always suggest that you start with your geographical area when you're starting your business, but to quickly expand out. And then the sky's the limit, right? There's no- You can't even control who's buying
1: what, right? You put something for sale on the internet and who knows who's going to buy it. Mm -hmm. We have clients in maybe 20 countries, I would say, but our clients have clients in over 120 because we can look at our analytics, right? That are coming through our platform. And that's really exciting where I'm like, Hey, who? What's up in Ghana? Who is streaming? Who's watching, <laughs> who's in watching Ghana in Ghana today? today? Like that is so cool, and we don't obviously know who is, but we can just see on a little map that we have in our analytics where the video plays are happening and sort of who's watching what video. It's just amazing to me that between our pool of teachers and say twenty countries, that they are basically reaching the entire world, and that is phenomenal to me. That this where this little company small but mighty company. And yet we have almost the entire world covered in what our clients provide. And so do you want to be a part of that or not? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's what we're posing to you in this podcast episode is that that is available to you. It is really cheaply available to you in a way that I think human civilization has never made something so cheap and readily available to anyone wanting to start a business. It's just unreal. And You know, for all of the unlucky things that we have happening in our world, and and just because we happen to be alive right now, like half of Antarctica crumbling off into the sea, you know, there's a lot of hard things happening, but this is a good thing. This is one of the good things that's happening. So I think that for me, it's just this sort of call to action to be open to that and to participate in that and not to dwell on all the hard things, but to sort of embrace the good things as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I also hear a lot of teachers who have developed a certain technique or something that they're they alone are known for and they cannot physically reach, you know, enough clients So they get requests from different cities or different countries. And this allows them to reach a, a larger audience. And I also want to say that some of you may be listening and thinking, well, it's already been done. Like somebody already is teaching my style of yoga or Pilates all around the world. And I think this is a a really good message to you that there is a lot of room still for you as a teacher, whatever it is that you're teaching. These are still very early, early days and that nobody teaches like you. And there's there's an audience for you, whether it is just in your country or it is globally. I wanted to also to say, Jenny, that when we were at the ConvertKit conference, the speakers on stage were bloggers primarily because ConvertKit was created for bloggers. You know, they were all making over six figures from blogging, really successful uh, entrepreneurs, really interesting and inspiring people. But at the end of the conference, you know, it kind of struck me like they don't know anything that we don't know. Like these are just people who actually took action. They're, they're not special, they're not, you know, different education or some magical potion that they know to make money online, they just stood up and tried and, you know, failed and tried and then eventually succeeded and made an amazing business and are really, really happy with their lives. And I think it's a great message that it's, you can do this, that you don't have to be any tech wizard or Any kind of guru of any kind—it's just you and your teaching, and a little bit of grit and determination to make this a reality for you. Yeah, well, I absolutely believe that, and I don't believe it's just about making money
1: online either. I believe exactly what you said, Sandy, but also about making impact. So, if you want to learn more about that, read *Your Turn* by Seth Godin, (laughs) and you'll—you'll see an entire book about. Why everyone and how everyone really has the opportunity to do something remarkable with their lives. So, in our minds, like I I think collectively, Sandy, you and I believe that doing what you love as a business is an important component to our lives. Maybe that's not right for you. Um, My guess is if you're listening to this, it is. But if it's not, then like how else can you use this transformation that's happening in our culture to make a difference in some way in your community or in the world? So maybe it's not about making money, but maybe it's about making a difference. So I just want to put that out there. Mm -hmm. I also want to put out there this idea about competition. And this leads into the joy segment of the podcast. And we want to talk about these massive open online courses, MOOCs, which are free online courses that are, are actually university taught courses that are streamed online for free. So you can take courses from Princeton or Harvard or University of Toronto or basically any big college around the world. You can take courses for free. So again, education that was only available for a lot of money. I paid a lot of money for my education. I am still paying a lot of money for it. It It's now available to anyone on the planet. And I think that is amazing. But if you want to look at some examples of these MOOCs, many of you probably have seen these different sites like Coursera or edX or iTunes University. There are so many courses in every single subject you can imagine that are available for free. For example, I just went on Coursera while we were talking and looked at machine learning, which is a big thing in sort of the software space right now. And talk about competition. I found no fewer than 30 courses within like 10 seconds on machine learning, right? And these are all highly sought after, brilliant people teaching these courses. It just goes to show That there's not one person that dominates any teaching field. There's not one single person that is the expert at what you do. There's a space for you if you're committed and you're willing to do original deep work and put it out there in the world that you don't need to be held back by this idea that it's already been done or that there's somebody who somehow has more authority than you to do it. If you need a little boost in that, go on Coursera. Coursera.org and look at the fact that every single subject that's on that site is taught by multiple people. And then you'll start to, I think, feel hopefully comforted by that. And I guarantee you every one of those courses, every one of those data science courses or machine learning courses that I was just looking at as a sample, they're different, right? They're all going to have their own spin. And the same thing is going to be true for you and how you teach. Like You have your own way of building a program, product, or service that no one else has. And you need to channel the heck out of that in this economy.
0: I would imagine, I don't know anything about machine learning, but I would imagine that there is less difference between the teachers who teach machine learning versus somebody who's teaching a yoga class. Like I think in wellness, it's so much easier to stand out because it's such a personal journey through these learnings and healings and that it all comes through you. As opposed to machine learning, which I mean, Sandy maybe is I'm showing prejud- her bias I don't know. here, my
1: friends. <laughs> Let me tell you, we almost, we almost brought on a machine learning expert as our CTO. So I'm gonna disagree with Sandy without going into the weeds on this and say that I am quite certain that there are differences in machine learning and the way that people teach and understand machine learning. Let's just leave it at that because
0: we will bore the heck out of our audience if we go deeper than that. All right, point is, you're in wellness. You have your own beautiful, unique view, and you need to bring that forward.
1: Yeah, that's right. Or whatever you're doing. I know we have lots of non-wellness people that listen to us because you all email us. And please leave us a review, by the way, and don't just personally email us because it would really help the world if you would leave a review. It would help us. Um, But there are a number of you, particularly the men in our audience, which we've talked about over and over that we love, that are not wellness-based business owners, and again, all of you have, it's, this applies to you too. I just want to put that out there, that every single one of you has something to teach. And I also believe that we all have something to learn too. So even as we are building products and services and programs on the internet and selling them online and building leveraged income, we should always be lifelong learners.:
0: Right, Sandy, that is right. Okay, we're going to move into the hustle. The hustle this week is our very own platform, Namastream software. And uh, we're making it the hustle because if this speaks to you, if this has got you kind of fired up and excited about, yes, I want to teach online, I want to do what you guys are talking about, I want to experience the zeitgeist, then this is a really great platform for you to do it. So Namstream will allow you to upload your teaching you can package it, you can price it, everything happens on the Namastream site. You can customize it so it looks like your brand, matches your website, and you can even do live streaming, so one-on-one sessions with your clients. So that is, um, yeah, a little plug. Namastream.com. Yeah, we spent three and a half years building what we believe is the
1: most attuned, most simple, and In our minds, appropriate tool for any of you to use if you want to teach online and you're in the wellness industry. So we are
0: the only tool that has been designed specifically with you, by you, and for you. And that means uh, memberships, and it means courses as well. So and live streaming. So we kind of love our little thing that we made, and we think you'll (laughs) love it too. (laughs) Little thing,
1: our little thing, just our little thing. Just just our little (laughs) software company. (laughs) Lord help us, Sandy. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba slash sample.